Angie's List is now Angie, and we've heard a lot of theories about why. I thought it was an eco-move. Fewer words, less paper. No, it was so you could say it faster. No, it's to be more iconic. Must be a tech thing. But those aren't quite right. It's because now you can compare upfront prices, book a service instantly, and even get your project handled from start to finish. Sounds easy. It is, and it makes us so much more than just a list. Get started at Angie.com. That's A-N-G-I. Or download the app today. Boys and girls, this is the Undisputed Era. Adam Cole, Kylo Riley, Roderick Strong, and you're listening to Going In Raw, baby. This is Shayna Baszler, and you're watching Going In Raw. This is the knockout artist, Cassius Ono, and you're going in raw. Hey, friendo, Steve here. And Larson. And welcome back to Going In Raw, the only pro wrestling podcast you'd be listening to right here at youtube.com forward slash Steven Larson. Of course, in the audio realm as well. And we're doing it live. All these recaps are live right here on the Twitch at twitch.tv forward slash Steven Larson. So join us. Follow us on the Twitter at Real Going In Raw. We always post up uh, like... In this, this sort of doing things the new way, last night we did our AEW recap. You got uh, that right. Uh, like an hour or two after the show ended. And so it was sort of impromptu. It was like, hey, you know, we're, we're both doing this thing remotely. You want to just hop yeah. on and do it? And I liked no. it. I thought it was really good. And the, the video is doing gangbusters. So that's Yeah, it's doing really well. Thanks, everybody, for checking that out. Yeah, for sure. Uh, so that's up on our channel right now. Uh, now we're doing our NXT review because things happen on Wednesday. Two things happen on Wednesday, and this is one of them. Uh, so... Uh yeah, let me see. I think we actually got a new patron, so I want to give cool. some, I want to give a shout out here. Yeah, shout out to new patrons. I could if you want to be patron too, you get shout out and show as well. Yeah, and you get access at the five dollar and up a month mark. You get access to all our bonus content. Uh, yesterday on bonus show, uh, what are we doing? Cameron Sherman is new patron. Yeah, and also uh, I thought there was one other one. Oh, uh, did I? I don't think I ever mentioned this. Uh. I mentioned Steve LeClaire. I remember that name. I don't remember mentioning Sarah Queen. So thank you, Sarah Queen. Don't recall that name either. Okay. Well, there we go. I think we got it. Thank everybody. you all. Thank you, everybody, for your support. Yeah, man. What are we doing? Uh, oh, man. Bonus episode yesterday was good. Number one, we've been incorporating this new thing called Steve Plays GTA during the bonus oh. episodes. And it's going over like gangbusters, man. But then you came up with a really good idea yesterday. Yeah, I actually had a, I actually had a good idea. Well, fantasy book. Fantasy book. I heard. I, I know what you're doing there. Well, fantasy book, uh, the 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 previews for NXT and AEW, and nobody voted at all. So I just think I won. No, I think I think I think you. I won. Uh, I had anyways. more sex in mine. I had actual frontal nude, full frontal nudity in yeah, mine. Yeah, but I actually had more things come to fruition, didn't I? I no, had Matt Hardy teleparting. Triple H became like the NXT champion. There's a two new Triple A mega hey, champions I'll say this. crowned. Hold on. None of that happened. I called Matt Hardy teleporting, and I said that Gargano and Ciampa are going to have to, 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 to foot the bill to fix the performance center, and that's kind of the case. They were fine. Oh, so you predicted a thoroughly predictable thing. Great for you. I went with the create. No, I get the point in my head. My imagination, my hey, creativity. Hey, did you come up with Patrick Sparks beating up Tyler Breeze and confronting Austin Theory and them having a match? Again, kind of the obvious thing. Uh, I went in a completely different route. Austin Theory is actually 53 years old. I think that I won that one. Anyways, uh, hopefully people will vote next time and we'll get we'll get the real the real winner will be determined. Mm. Anyways, uh, NXT this week saw a lot of new faces and uh, seemingly the time has come. Midnight has struck in, has struck yeah. TikTok, and NXT. TikTok, TikTok. 
Well, no uh, more TikToking because the, the clock stops at midnight or it chimes at midnight or something. Yeah, but that's always it's, that's always been the case. Like at the end of all of these vignettes, there's always a clock and it stops once it reaches midnight. Oh, is so they always stop. Him. I've only seen yeah. one of them. Yeah, <laughs> only all of them end the same way. Oh, that'd be cool if it was like approaching midnight and then it. Oh, hit they midnight. all they all hit the that kind of grainy video footage of the clock hitting midnight. But they none of them had way. his face in them. No, this is the first one with face with killer cross face. And then there was the uh, the, the 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 voice was a lot more prominent in this. one. Yeah, it wasn't as buried in the mix. So, uh, killer cross, uh, he made his presence more felt, more directly at least at the culmination of this Triple H Gargano Ciampa thing. We'll get to more on that later. Meeting of the minds. Um, yeah, so the, the long story short, uh, they agreed to have a match in an empty arena. Triple H like, all right, I'll find you guys an empty building, despite the fact that they're standing in one, um, <laughs> uh, so you can have this match. So it's, essentially, it sounds like a death match, like legit. One, two people walk in, one walks out. They're gonna fight to death. It ends there. Yeah, no, but he said there's gonna be a ref there to just make sure that it's done. Yeah, I would think that if it's a death match, they would want like a medical physician on the facility to check the pulse. Well, I mean, a ref, ref's probably trained to do basic vitals. That being said, though, they have two weeks. Next week, are they going to do? Are we thinking they're they're going to announce what an actual stipulation is going to be? I would suspect, yeah. I mean, if um, nothing else, there's going to be no DQ where they could do whatever they want. Yeah, uh, odds are though, the Killer Cross is going to interject himself in this whole scenario since he did the end of last night's show and uh, uh, destroy both of them. That's my guess. Yeah, I think you're probably right about that. However. Like this is this is probably fanciful thinking. So like Triple H, obviously was the guy. Probably even though uh, Killer Cross denies this, was the guy dealing with uh, Killer Cross, and he was like, "Hey, dude." Uh, well, there, there's a couple things going on. Uh, he said, "Hey, we're really gonna hot shot you here. You're gonna you're gonna bring you in top, you know, top of the card. You're gonna be great." Um, given that Triple H was out there and he was front and center, yeah, he, he's Killer Cross probably gonna come in and do this Gargano Champa thing. Mm-hmm. But how cool would it be if Killer Cross targeted the targeted targeted Triple H instead? Because Triple H, just like a couple months ago, and I have it's probably just if if this happens, it'd be mere coincidence. But how great would it be if a couple months ago during one of these conference calls where things are supposed to be kind of out of character, Triple H said, "Yeah, I have no interest in wrestling in NXT. It's about the future." Well, what if Killer Cross said, "What if he? What if he said, hey, you know, I I have said that I'm never going to come into NXT, but." For you, I will. And how big of a statement would it be if you're going to come in and like, because all of his, all of the Tron stuff is all death and destruction. It's like, you know, nuclear explosions going off and do not disturb signs, stuff like Mm, that. mm -hmm. What if the guy, the architect of NXT, the guy who built it all, it keeps it all together. What if he's Well, they keep referring to him as the creator. Mm Mm-hmm. They call Triple H the creator. Yeah. (laughs) Yeah. Stole that from Fun Wrestling. (laughs) Or Jared Leto on his island. Oh gosh, um, I just read about that the other day. That's crazy. Uh, so you know, what if he targeted uh, Triple H first and like put him down, just like put yeah. him down? Uh, so what you're saying essentially is that Killer Cross will be Larson Hunter. <laughs> yes, if we're if we're gonna draw endless comparisons to fun wrestling, yeah. sure, why not? Yes. Absolutely, he'll be uh, 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 Levesque Hunter. Did we ever get an origin of Larson Hunter? No, why, why? Why is that necessary? Come on, man! I want to know where he's from. Why does he have the seething hatred of Larson? Besides the obvious, uh, he's a Larson. It's all self-loathing. Oh, okay, all right. Um, so, anyways, uh, so uh, we have somebody here in our Twitch chat, uh, Gabby Neo Eight. 
says the translation for the final segment uh it's in romanian his native language only a man will win and if you lose the weaker man is done and the final quote is the end is near so that's pretty cool mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Uh, and if you lose yeah oh understand it says you will see pain. the weakest man is finished you will see pain it is a dangerous force the clock is ticking at midnight the end is near thank you very much for that Gabby. Thank that's you. really that's great cool. thank you so much um so, yeah, that's really cool. I mean, it, the, the whole package thing was really cool. Uh, and, yeah, regardless of how it turns out, I think it'll inject a fresh, a breath of fresh air, perhaps, hopefully, in yes. NXT if they, if yes. they you know, want to go down this route. It does feel like, I, I, man, I get the feeling after watching last night's episode, though, that they're, they're anxious to move on. It's, I'll put it this way. It's almost as if they've sort of written off because of how things are playing out, they get no big blowout takeover. They have to do this over a couple of weeks mm-hmm. in front of nobody. It kind of, and they, they, you know, they're probably, I don't know. I don't think they've filmed this stuff yet. Was last night, was last night live? No. They had taped a lot of stuff. They right? taped it over the weekend. Yeah. Okay. I think this week and next week has already been taped. Okay. All right. Um. So, I mean, you know, Velveteen Dream wasn't even seen last, last night. No, I don't and, know at this point. I mean, I guess we could just, you know, it's probably a better roadmap just for us to go through the, the actual episode. Yeah. Uh, so kicked off with a real superstar all day, Patrick Sparks, Austin Theory. I didn't, I didn't even notice his tights this week. Did he have the picture of himself on it? No, no. It was all day real superstar? Uh, no, I don't remember saying anything. We did have his his, his silhouette on it. Oh, wow. I, for some they were I black and red and gold. I don't know why I didn't look. Uh, anyways, Austin Theory versus uh, Tyler Breeze. Of course, this is set up what a week or two ago. Yeah, uh, and uh, and in sort of surprising fashion, Austin Theory, due to his um, relentless, rel- relentless, yeah, mocking and hubris of uh, Tyler Breeze, picking up the phone, doing the Sammy Guevara thing, only without the great head of hair. Uh, he was uh, he was he was you know I guess vlogging, but or just you know talking to an Instagram video. I don't know what Tyler Breeze is. Well, I think he was he was so the so theory brought his phone to the ring, hit like his short his tights and then put in in the corner, and then he had the advantage at one point after uh, where was it? Oh, he has, he, he has like a last shot one point Yeah, yeah. And he goes over, and grabs the phone, and, and I guess rolls video on it, and starts talking trash to Tyler, mm-hmm. saying, "Oh, I'm a flash in the pan, huh?" Yeah. And uh, picks him up, fireman's carry, uh, as if he's going to do his finish because he has like a TKO finish. And then uh, Tyler escapes that, uh, hits beauty shot for the win. Yeah, Making it was Austin Theory look like an a hole. It was pre- it was actually pretty impressive that he was able to keep continue vlogging while he was getting up on his shoulders. I know this this match. I, I like this. This is probably and I haven't seen. I mean, I've only seen the Austin Theory matches on NXT. Um, mm-hmm. Being in there with with uh, 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 Tyler Breeze mm-hmm. uh, seemed to service him quite a bit because yeah. it just felt I don't know it it felt and this is silly to say but it felt more real like some of his previous matches they just felt like they were uh, I'm not gonna say rehearsed necessarily but too crisp maybe I know what you mean yeah yeah no that's what felt had more had a greater sense of urgency I think because right. the story uh, kind of necessitated yeah, that there's a little bit of story there yeah and uh Austin theory he's a pretty athletic dude oh for sure yeah those uh rolling thunder drop kicks and especially the blockbuster mm-hmm, yeah 
you know, he yeah. rolls, jumps. And when he and when he caught to, uh, get that out of standing opponent's pretty crazy. I don't know if Tyler Breeze was going for a coffin drop or what, but he came off the uh, the the top rope in a weird way, and Austin Theory caught him on his shoulders. Yeah, that was a pretty impressive feat. Yeah, pretty right dang there. impressive. So uh, he looked pretty good uh, even in loss. And uh, and I like this in terms of him eating the loss. It was sort of unexpected. You think a guy like Tyler Breeze is going to just you know he's going to be there to to put Austin Theory over. Yeah. And I mean he probably will. Uh, at some point, uh, if they continue this, uh, or if this is just going to be more of a, a learning well, experience for Austin of, Theory. Yeah, I think the, the long-term story, I'm guessing, for Austin Theory, he comes in, hot shot, young rookie, mm-hmm. uh, all day, real superstar. Yeah, sure. Thinks the world of himself. He's getting humbled left and right. Mm-hmm, uh, yeah. And then he needs to adjust his attitude. Mm-hmm. He needs an attitude adjustment. Oh, wow. Cena versus Austin Theory confirmed here on Going and Raw. We've got go. the scoop. Scoop. <laughs> he needs to STFU and just wrestle. Yeah, man. He's going to encounter. Maybe Cena will go back to the Thugonomics thing for NXT. Could be. I'd love to see Cena in a takeover match. How fun. That'd be pretty that fun, be? man. Might be pretty fun. Gracious. Uh, next match was Killian Dane versus the debuting Tahuti Miles. Are you? This is stupid. But are you surprised at all that they wouldn't rename Tahuti Miles? Given that Jordan Miles was like kind of just in the company and left under oh. less than perfect circumstances, when I, I saw I, because I thought about that, I saw him. Well, that's good because you're, that's probably why because it's people aren't really going to think that. But when he walked out, it was like it was on a long shot when I started paying attention, and on the Tron I just saw Miles. Now it's spelled different; it's spelled like yeah. the measurement of Miles. Uh, but I was like, what? This did am I on the right episode right now? And then it was Tahuti Miles. Tahuti is a great name. That's a fantastic name. It really is. Uh, so I had never even I had never heard of this guy. I don't know what his uh, background. Had you heard anything about this? I've this heard the name, name before. I don't. Okay. I, was it? They were. You know. They said that he was a former football player. Yeah. Yeah. No. No. He was in the army. Oh, in the army. I think they also mentioned that he was a football player as well. Oh, okay. I just know like the final thing was if he could get to, if he could make it in the army, he could make it anywhere. Because I thought they said he played. For, yeah. He was a running back at University of Maryland. Oh, okay, cool. Um, so yeah, so he took on Killian Dane. Uh, it's went about. Can as I imagine well as the military was, thing, or is that somebody else? Was that him no? Also? They was military. Yeah, I okay, mentioned cool. this on his profile on uh, whatever I was on. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> go about as well as you would expect for Tahuti, considering it was his debut against an established NXT star. He lasted uh, a while. He did. He got he got a couple moves in, mm-hmm. um, but uh, Dane was too much. Uh, hits clothesline, slam. Senton, Vader Bomb, uh, in quick sequence. That's that. That's that, Mattress Man. Uh, next, Cameron Grimes versus uh, Tony Nice. All these matches were fairly short, too. Like yeah, nothing, they were. Even, even Riddle versus Strong felt short. Um, yeah. 12, 12 minutes. Yeah. yeah, it did. Uh, Cameron Grimes picked up the win. Uh, Tony Nice going for a running Nice. Uh, Grimes counters with a forearm and then hits the cave in for the win. Um, fun match. Just pretty. This is a lot of it, a lot of this action on here felt like uh, in terms of the length of matches, uh, like I was watching NWA Power. Yeah, I know, I know. Which I don't They're necessarily in and out, in and out, in and out. One thing about one thing about NXT that I kind of wonder is if they. You know, we had we had read, we had heard, we hadn't actually talked about this at all necessarily on the show, but uh, that Triple H, or maybe we had that Triple H was trying to bring a lighter side to NXT, mm-hmm. and I wonder if part of that is less is is not necessarily comedy. It's it's more you know 
we want a breezier atmosphere. Yeah, brisker and, pace. Yeah, brisker pace and maybe, you know, because, yeah, I, I, I sort of get it. And I've seen this on Twitter a lot, and I understand it totally, is that when you settle into an episode of NXT, you can kind of expect these 20-minute matches that are fantastic, but they get sometimes kind of tiresome. And yeah, when it's the norm, yeah, it gets it gets kind of you feel like you're you're laboring to get through an episode because yeah, the matches are all good, but it's kind of a, a lot of it's the same thing. When when all the ma- yeah, exactly, when all the matches are just are good and you know, when you when you have breezier matches, when you have quicker matches, uh you have more time to, you know, interject story stuff. Like I thought the North American sort of uh, title standoff, I thought that was pretty cool stuff. Um, I like all those guys. Uh, so yeah, uh, Cameron Grimes, I love that cave in. It's so it looks so brutal, and I, I'm always mm-hmm. afraid that he's gonna like completely annihilate his ankles on those. Yeah, no, but, that's uh, the case with a lot of double stumps. Yeah, exactly. But he seems to know what he's doing, so good for him. Good I like Cameron him. Grimes a lot. I really hope that whenever I do, but I do kind of feel like I mean, as we're going through this, I'm not sure where a good time to talk about this is. But I don't know. What's your feeling on this? Like in terms of them. Like they had some matches that sort of didn't that were just there, like Cameron yeah. Grimes. Th- this match that we're talking about here, the yeah, yeah, Killian yeah. Dane match, it's just sort of okay. Maybe these are the people that they are planning on giving a push of some sort when this is done, when all this stuff is like post takeover, whatever that is. That could be also. I don't know. You know, with with uh, the call up situation be- also. What's that? There's the potential call-up situation after. Many there's that, but also there's a situation where apparently my understanding is that the PC is is effectively closed. Mm-hmm. Um, so I don't know if there's been some people who maybe I don't know what percentage of the NXT talents, if all of them, ninety percent, seventy five percent, actually live in Orlando. Mm-hmm. You know, for example, like Bob Roode when he was there, he would just fly in for the shows, and then Samoa Joe back was home. the same, wasn't he? I think so. Yeah. I don't know if that's still the case for anybody, um, but given everything that's going on, maybe some people are like, "All right, well, I'm going to go," or they were they they had left, and then you know, uh, travel restrictions or or, or capacity restrictions uh, shut. Long story short, I wonder if they're relying more so on the people who live locally, um, and based on that, uh, they have a smaller roster potentially to work with. Yeah, that could be. That could be. Let me ask you this: If none of this stuff had happened. If, yeah. if they were still doing full sale to a full crowd, would we have seen a, a, a beefier segment with Adam Cole and Velveteen Dream? Yeah. I wonder if this is affecting. I guess my question is, I wonder if this is affecting any plans, because at this point, Velveteen Dream versus Adam Cole has zero momentum and no heat behind it. Would they then say, hey. You know, I, I have no idea if, if there's any thoughts of having call ups after this. Um, but Velveteen Dream at this point, in, in as a fan, is dead in the water. Like if he wins that title off Adam Cole, this could be a bit with largely a shrug online everywhere. It's going to be nothing, especially if they have a title change in an empty arena match. I wonder if this is the one thing. Like on main roster, you can't really get away. Like that's where they're filming these apparently super cinematic matches. With NXT having these matches essentially in front of like nobody without the benefit of that sort of you know cinematic nature, title changes are going to mean nothing. They're going to mean nothing. Well, they're going to feel like they they mean nothing. Or the because part of the impact of seeing a huge title change is seeing the immediate response. Mm-hmm, yeah. 
of it. Um, and, 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 you know, a situation like where Velveteen were to win for the long time, he's had the crown behind him. Um, and not to get that response when he wins is going to make the, the, the title win feel less than it should. Yeah, sure. Um, so and yeah, I think, no, I, I think it kind of matters like the moment in terms of propelling that person onto the next level, you know, I don't know. I just, I don't know. Like, I feel like NXT could probably get away with putting a halt to title changes for now. Uh-huh. Because this takeover isn't even a takeover. It's like takeover matches on NXT. Yeah, and I wonder if they're just going to do the three that have that had kind of been at, well, I mean, I guess the only real takeover match that had been announced was a ladder match. And one, you know, you could assume based on how storylines were going, we were going to get the North American title match as it ended up being or will be next week. And same for Gargano Ciampa. The, um, yeah, the ladder match, Gargano Champa, and uh, the and, North American title match. And uh, well, no, I would, I would say, I don't even think that. I mean, what they could, they could maybe do that next week, but like uh, they are doing it next week. Cole, uh, wait, what? The North American title match they're doing next week. Oh, are they actually doing that? Yeah, I missed that. Triple and, threat. Triple threat. Okay, cool. Um, and then, uh, and then Cole Velveteen Dream. Yeah, I mean, they've started to kind of build to it, but. Uh, and that would have been, I would assume, the expectation going into takeover. They did Hold on a second. They, man, this is how much I've been paying attention. NXT has been boring me lately. They, this wasn't confirmed by like Regal or something. What? The uh, Cole versus Dream. No. Really? No. Oh my gosh. No. I Me, mean, Adam Cole during his promo said, "Velveteen uh, Dream, you haven't done enough to earn anything." Oh, okay. And he's, that's why he's like, "But the Undisputed Era still wants to beat you up." So next week you get Bob Fish. Oh. Oh God. Okay. All right. Well. We'll figure out when that happens, I guess. Yeah. So yeah, yeah. They 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 should they really need to wait on that one for crowds and honestly like a proper build. Mm-hmm. But the way the, the way the undisputed era is going right now, he's gonna be able to carve through them like butter. Yeah, I know. I know. Uh, anyways, next we had uh, as scheduled was Aaliyah versus Zaya Lee. Of course, they have history. Zaya Lee kicked Aaliyah in the face. Kayfabe broke her nose. You know, blood pouring out. Uh, so I think this is Aaliyah's return match. So Aaliyah comes out first. Zaya Lee's music plays. She's nowhere to be found. Nope. Go backstage. She had been laid out yeah. uh, backstage selling knee. Mm-hmm. So she's on the ground holding her knee, uh, visibly upset. Uh, the rest talking to the ring announcer. Enter the returning Io Shirai. Yeah. She makes quick work of Aaliyah. Uh, wins with a moonsault. She will be in ladder match. This is a really fast match. Yeah, it was. And I would expect uh, EO's got to be uh, one of the top contenders to win that ladder match. You would think so, yeah. 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 That's what I like to think. Man, I'm just... But then, you know what? She's going to go to Rhea Ripley and just lose to her. I don't know. I feel like there's there's too there's too much good talent, man. They need to, they need to hot potato that title a little bit. They should. To give people their rewards. Because uh, Io Shirai is uh, probably going to leave otherwise. The Angie's List you know and trust is now Angie. And we're so much more than just a list. We still connect you with top local pros and show you ratings and reviews. But now we also let you compare upfront prices on hundreds of projects and book a service instantly. We can even handle the rest of your project from start to finish. So remember, Angie's List is now Angie. And we're here to get your job done right. Get started at Angie.com. That's A-N-G-I. Or download the app today. You can host the best backyard barbecue. When you find a professional on Angie to make your backyard the best around. 
Connect with skilled professionals to get all your home projects done well. Inside to outside, repairs to renovations. Get started on the Angie app or visit Angie.com today. You can do this when you Angie that. Angie has made it easier than ever to connect with skilled professionals to get all your jobs projects done well. I absolutely love this because you know if you own a home, it can be really hard to maintain. It's hard to find people that can help you for a big project or a small. Well, whether it's in everyday maintenance and repairs or making dream projects a reality, it can be hard just to know where to start. But now all you need to do is answer that and find a skilled local pro who will deliver the quality and expertise you need. Angie has over 20 years of home service experience and they've combined it with new tools to simplify the whole process. Bring them your project online or with the Angie app Answer a few questions and Angie can handle the rest from start to finish or help you compare quotes from multiple pros and connect instantly, which means you can take care of just about any home project in just a few taps. Because when it comes to getting the most out of your home, you can do this when you Angie that. Download the free Angie mobile app today or visit Angie.com. That's A-N-G-I dot com. Yeah, I think I think that's she's one. She's the married case. to uh, no, who's married to evil? Who's or who's? Well, I don't think anybody's married. I think it was EO <laughs> was supposed to be engaged to evil. Was it okay? Yeah, but then Kyrie Sane just got married recently. Yes. Okay. Yes. Okay. All right. And there's been rumors that they're both going to be out the door, right? Yes. <laughs> okay. All right. Making sure I'm getting all my. I all believe my that's that's right. all correct. All right. Uh, next, we had a very brief Dexter Loomis vignette. Not enough Dexter. Yeah, it's just him staring, not blinking. Why wasn't he covered in blood? I know. At least do some, you know, like smash cuts of him, you know, drinking blood, something. Covered yeah. in blood, bathing in it. Yeah. I don't know what. You or really just, gotta get across the fact this guy's basically a serial killer. Or like it shows him these days now, you like do some vignettes of him at the grocery store. No, and, it's in his, 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 uh, his, his artist studio. No, man, he's out in public and he like oh, okay. puts his hand on something and then puts it on his face. It's like, whoa. Oh, yeah. This guy's crazy. Licks his hand. (laughs) (laughs) He's going through the the grocery store, everything, just like licking it. Do you see that someday some grocery store had to get rid of $35,000 worth of food because some idiot went in there and started coughing on it, like on purpose? Yeah. What's wrong with people? I don't know what's wrong with people, man. There's something wrong with people, man. There's a lot wrong with people. Anyways, after that, we had uh, (coughs) Keith Lee comes down. And uh, was he actually interviewed or he just had a... Yeah, he was no. interviewed, right? Yeah, he was interviewed. He was asked a question. They more or less, he just took over. Who um, was interviewing him? It's a new dude. Oh, it was a new guy? New guy. Okay. Uh, so he he's, you know kind of does a brief recap of what happened. Both the interviewer does and Keith does, but what happened last time out. And he goes, yeah, you know, I got hit from behind. I come to, I look up, and I see uh, Dijakovic in front of me holding my title while he was taunting me. Uh, see how I can make that mistake. That being said, I probably know I absolutely do owe uh, Dominic Dijakovic an apology. That brings Dijak, Dijakovic to the ring. Um, he says, uh, Keith, I don't give a damn about your apology. The only thing I care about, bang, Arby's North America title. <laughs> um, and he says, uh, Keith, you know I wouldn't attack you from behind. I respect you too much. 
but uh, at the end of the day, you're taking food off my family's plate. You're taking uh, you're taking some barbecues and some off uh, our, uh, beef and cheddars. Off beef and cheddars, some barbecues. I couldn't tell my family we have the meat. I know. I <laughs> couldn't tell them it was going to be an Arby night. <laughs> I wonder if at this point, we, like we never reference the origin of that joke ever anymore. So at this point, there's got to be some viewers that are coming in. Like, Confused why do they keep we're... on talking about Arby's? What do they have? have? Why they keep having Dijak talk like David Putty? <laughs> uh, that brings uh, Damian Priest out, and he's like, "Thankfully, neither of you are Damian Priest. I just want that. My eye is on that prize right there because it'll get me more women that I claim to own. It'll get more me money more than money I claim to own, so that I can buy those women now. And then uh, my name, it will live in infamy." And forever damien priest now forever and keith lee just says yeah whatever uh champ's still standing here <laughs> your priest from his back pocket <laughs> telescoping nightstick just... that i that that popped me so much i was That's like an image yes. that never gets sold if someone pulls out a, a telescoping nightstick and just it's the flings coolest it out. thing it's <laughs> the coolest thing yeah you look instantly tough if you do that. I don't you care do. What you run the risk, though. What if the thing gets stuck and then you have to sit there and do this? I know. You got to make sure you put some uh, WD 40 in there so it doesn't get stuck. Oh, yeah, for sure. Uh, so, uh, Priest is, is walking down the ring and uh, Dijak pushes Lee out of the way. He and Priest start brawling a little bit. Lee gets up. He pushes Dijak out of the way. Uh, then he and Priest start brawling on the floor, and then Dijak lays him out with like a tope. That was great, man. I love that. Yeah, man, it was good camera angles down low. So he's yeah, to the top of frame is very cool. impressive. He's so lanky and weird. I know. Speaking of lanky and weird, when is that Brandon Vink match? <laughs> uh, soon. First, we get an Adam Cole promo. He's All at his right. house, I think. He claims he's on vacation. Sit poolside. I think he's just in his backyard. Yeah, it was a small backyard, and I think that's how those condos work out there in Orlando. They all like Maybe. you know, you have like a little. Well, he pool. said he's poolside, and a lot of pools in in Florida. I think to keep the Gators out, they have those enclosures around oh, pool. Oh yeah, because you look at Carl Anderson's pool; he's uh -huh. got that. John Cena's house; he's got that. You got to be careful with those Gators. Keep the Gators out. Have you uh, uh, have you ever seen a Gator in Florida before? Well, I've only been to Florida that one time when I was with you in Orlando. I'm only asking because I have. <laughs> oh, all right. When I was a little kid, my grandparents, they lived in this, you know, like a Del Boca Vista, but it was on like the, the there was like a little lake there. And, uh, and yeah, we'd be like hanging out inside, be like, hey, look over there. And there's like a gator just chilling. Yeah. Yeah, man. I didn't get um, any of that thing. They're like, no, don't, don't, go, do don't go down near the, 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 you know, the water's edge there. Have you seen uh, that Tiger King show at all? No, man. Why Why do people keep on asking me that question? Well, Did you watch uh, it last night? My, my wife was watching it. And so after we were done with our, our uh, AEW recap, I I just went out there and and it's it's intoxicating immediately. Really? Yeah. Because these are some these are some really interesting characters. Oh, man. And and uh, the dude who runs Myrtle Beach Safari is one of the, the the featured players in this. Oh, man. Can we so get it? So that got me instantly. I was like, okay, I want to know deals with this guy. I know this. I am yeah, in this world Yeah, I know this already. thanks to Undertaker. I know where the, what this is. I'm already in this world. And, uh, yeah, it's it's interesting. It's interesting. I'll check it out. Today's Thursday, so me and my wife can watch some TV. There you go. Anyways, back to Adam Cole. He's not at Myrtle Beach Safari. Uh, he's in his backyard. Uh, he says, I've been thinking about that altercation I had with Velveteen Dream a couple weeks back. And at first, Adam Cole was flustered. But then he said, why would I be? I've done a lot of things. I've done a lot of things first here at NXT. 
long first longest reigning champion, uh, first North American champion, cup other things. And he says Velveteen Dream. He hasn't done anything during a title shot, but undisputed era. We still want to beat him up. Next up, Bob Fish, uh, and Adam Cole calls Velveteen Dream a loser. There's a bird that keeps on trying to get in my house. Uh, okay. Like at the back door. Yeah, There's I a... see. It's open a bit there. Uh, no, it's not actually open. That's a do- that's the dog door area thing. No, I see that, but they look like they're... oh, yeah, that's just the curtain. It is the curtain. It keeps on ramming into. Is it like should I put up the the screen back there or something when we're done here? If that's what you want to do. Well, I just don't want him to keep on ramming his head into my glass door. Well, I mean, you'd hope eventually he'd learn that he, he's not flying into the house and he would not do that. However, I would say that by previous residents, there is at least two, if not three instances where a bird flew directly into the window uh, above the front door. Then I had to uh, pick him up off the sidewalk, off our, our, our steps in the front and uh, dispose of him because uh, they flew with such speed into that window that they uh, hit with such impact that they deceased. He's just sort of like chilling on the thing. He's going, bunk, bunk, bunk. What was he flying into it or just like standing out there? He's sort of like standing out and then he tries to fly into it and dunk. So it's not like high impact. All right. Yeah. These birds were like flying, thinking this was part of uh, the sky or something. Oh, man. Thwack. <laughs> Dead bird on my steps. <laughs> it happened at it. least twice. Don't worry about it later. I just keep on hearing this knock on the glass window back there. Oh, and well, I don't, I don't hear it. So. Yeah. In terms of what we're doing, it's not it's not translating, so don't worry about it. <laughs> I didn't care about that. I care about the bird. <laughs> oh, bird will be fine. <laughs> All right, fair enough. He'll so yeah, Adam Cole said, I'm not worried about the Velveteen Dream. I'm just going to ride this whole virus thing out in my pool. Uh, next up, we had tag match. Uh, Lorcan and Birch versus the Australians, Shane Thorne and Brandon Vink. No, Brendan. Bre- oh, it is Brendan. It's Brendan Brendan. 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 Hey, Brendan. Brendan. I wonder what his background is. He's Australian. Well, I meant uh, so athletic background. Kangaroos and uh, what are those things? Those frisbees oh, that come gosh. back at you? They're called boomerangs. Batarangs? Man. Boomerangs. Boomerangs. Probably involves that. He boxed kangaroos. Kangaroos are tough, dude. Yeah, man. Anyways. Uh, yeah, he's a goofy looking guy. He's really tall. And I feel like he doesn't really know how to interact with shorter people. He's six five, yeah. according to cage match here. And well, that's what they build him at, anyways. Oh, six five, two fifty three. Yeah, and uh, Elliot Sexton was his pre- his previous nomen in the wrestling world. That's interesting. Here on uh, again cage match, it says signature moves. One is called a lunch cutter. The other one is a dick punch. Was he in DDT Pro or something? No, I don't know about that. But I don't think so. He's a. Uh, yeah, he's he's a tall dude. Whenever it's funny though, when whenever he was in the ring against I don't know which one, I guess uh, 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 Oni Lorkin, uh, he it was like he didn't really know how to interact with a shorter competitor because he like would hunch over. He looked like he was a big dude who was forced to to play like small ball. Oh yeah, you know. Uh, so he was kind of a goof. Like yeah, the hell of a Uranagi in the corner on Oni Lorcan though. That looked great. When he walked out, he tried to do the thing that like cowboys would do, where they put their hands in their belt you know yeah. on either side yeah. but yeah. he was doing that with his trunks yeah that's not going to support your hands he's pulling an al bundy he's just getting comfortable so it just <laughs> at some point that'd be amazing if he came out with his hands down his pants <laughs> that'd be great anyways the, that tall drink he freaking lost <laughs> they yeah. they didn't they both got tapped out. what's that <laughs> yeah they both got tapped out <laughs> i see again short 
This is the kind of stuff that I that traditionally I've always loved in NXT. People I've never seen before that I can make fun of that eventually I'll come around to. Yeah, um, I love half seeing the roster. People. This guy's probably going to be main eventing WrestleMania in 10 years. You know what I mean? Like he's 6'5". Nobody's 6'5 anymore. Vince loves that. Yeah. He's going to be huge. Yeah, but I like seeing the nascent phases. Exactly. And he has I some cool like, trunks, though. What's that? He has some cool trunks. Did he? They're like they're like kind of tie dye, but look dirty at the same time. I like them. <laughs> okay, so that's the thing. You and I have different different definitions of cool because to me that that's terrible. That's like garage sale. But oh, therein lies the charm, perhaps. Yeah. <laughs> it was still a very indie wrestler, but I liked it. It was so indie wrestler because it had a lot of. It was very colorful, and if, if you. I'm very like visually. Mm-hmm. If something's shiny, iridescent, or very comfortable, I'll, or co- colorful, I'll pay attention. Speaking of comfortable, we got to mention Keith Lee. Literally, is wearing gray, gray sweatpants. Yeah, <laughs> he looked the most comfortable yeah, possible. Yeah, he, everybody he, was comfortable. Then Dijak cut the sleeves off his shirt. He had some jeans and some t- uh, Timberlands on. Yeah, uh, but yeah, no, Vink. Vink. I think once he is allowed access to the, once they clean up the performance center gym, and he's there mm-hmm. all the time. He's going to look great right now. He looks like he hits the gym like, you know, once a week. But man, he's going to be. Yeah, he didn't look that. He looked like a he looked like a big dude who like. I don't know, like he carries himself like a fat person, but he's not. No, he's not. No, I'm not saying that he's fat. I'm saying he carries himself like one. Okay. Which is I know he needs to to go to the gym to carry himself like what the I don't know. Well, I don't, I'm not sure the gym. I'm just saying, like, aside from that, you know how it goes. When you're on the PC, you get jacked. Yeah, you get jacked. Yeah. You get crazy jacked. I'm just saying, separate from that, his posture is that of a short, fat person. Well, let me offer you this. Maybe in his days wrestling in the independence, uh, maybe he was a bit beefier. He's been at the Performance Center for a while. I think he signed quite a quite a while ago uh, and has, has begun his regimen, uh, not Riddick regimen, his PC regimen to get Jack. And we're at this uh, intermediate phase where he's not uh, prime Jack, uh, so he still has yet to to carry himself like he's completely jacked. I think he just spends too much time at the Wawa. If that's the case, anyways. Uh, so here they got good sandwiches there. We never stopped at the Wawa in Orlando. We should have done that. I know. What the hell were you thinking, man? We didn't know. We didn't know about the 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 glory of Wawa till we left. Yeah, the legend of Wawa escaped. Yeah, we were us. not aware. Uh, next, uh, Candice LeRae versus Caden Carter. This was a fun match. Yeah, this is a good match. This is a good one. It was very intricately booked mm-hmm. as far as all the uh, uh, roll-ups and stuff like that. Mm-hmm. And the fact they got through without flubbing it was pretty dang impressive. Sadly, Chelsea Green did not come out and try to roll up uh, Caden, <laughs> Caden Carter. Caden Carter, I know. Yeah. I still wish they, that that had happened. <laughs> uh, anyways, uh, Candice picks up the win, uh, locks in Gargano escape on Caden Carter. Uh, the finish sequence, apparently, uh, especially, was really good. Candace is going for her line salt. Carter avoids that. Tries to hit a shining wizard on Candace. Candace ducks that right into Gargano escape. Uh, Carter taps. Uh, so next week, there's a last chance match between all the people who lost their qualifying matches to get into ladder match now. So the first week was Chelsea Green versus was it Mia Yim? No, Mia Yim is in, didn't she? Yeah, Mia is Mia is Mia Yim is in. Who does she beat? I don't know, man. I'm testing your memory here. Who did Chelsea Green beat? Don't remember. Uh, Candice LeRae beat the Caden Carter. Yeah, and then EO just beat Aaliyah. She ain't gonna be in. <laughs> no. Who and then there's one in? other. There's one, one other person that's in it. Really? Yeah. There's six people in the ladder match. Really should have noted all this. Three twelve. Me a.m. 
Uh, was it Dakota Kai? Yes. Dakota yeah. Kai's in. It's going to yeah. be her. Oh, and Tegan Knox is already in it. She's the other one that's already qualified. Dakota Kai is totally yeah. going to be in this match. Yeah, totally. She's probably going to win it, too. Wait, no. Yeah, maybe. It's for a shot at, uh, what's her face? Rhea Ripley. Rhea Ripley. Oh, yeah. Maybe yeah, Dakota Kai could take a loss. Could be uh, Io Shirai. Yeah, it's not really a loss if it's a ladder match anyways against like... No, no, I mean, I mean Dakota, Dakota Kai can win the ladder match and then take a loss to Rhea. That's fine. Uh, uh, me. Because she's still involved in this Tegan Knox thing. Uh, she's not going to be like, you know, uh, uh, really seen as a true title contender until she gets out of this Tegan Knox thing. Because right. there's always a specter that Tegan Knox can get in that title match and interfere to cost Dakota Kai the match to advance that story. I think it's going to be Io Shirai. It could be. It's going to be a heel for sure. Yes. Uh, after that, we had uh, Matthew Riddell versus uh, Roderick Strong. Like you fun. said, kind of a short match here. Start out with just a lot of like straight up wrestling, and then yeah, turn, I like that a lot. Turn a little seemed, nasty. Seemed legit. Well, yeah, they're there both was, really good wrestlers. Yeah, and little details I, I really enjoyed, like Roderick Strong trying twice to get the Olympic Slam off, couldn't do it until he had weakened uh, 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 Matt Riddle uh, well enough. That was really good. Oh, Chelsea Green beat Shotzi. Oh, that's right. Mia Yim beat Dakota. I think it's still going to be Dakota Kai. Yeah, I think so, too. I think you're right. I think Raquel Gonzalez is going to assure that. Mm-hmm. Uh, so, yeah, as you mentioned, Matt Bass to start. Riddle uh, hits a gut wrench, but no one can really get the upper hand until uh, Roddy hits a couple of insigiris, suplexes Matt across the top rope. He has the advantage for a while, has Riddle in the camel clutch, uh, and then Matt bites Roddy's hand to escape. Ow. Um, they trade some blows. Riddle has upper hand now after pay leg kick, hits an exploder, uh, goes for uh, Bro Derek. Strong counters with strong hold. Um, oh, sorry, I wasn't. Uh, he didn't go for Bro Derek. He went for something else. I don't know why. What I goes for. I don't know why. why I noted here. I was doing it on my phone. Anyway, strong counters. Whatever the heck Riddle did into a stronghold. Riddle escapes that. Hits Bro to sleep. German suplex gets two. Then Riddle goes for Bro Derek. Roddy escapes that. Hits an Olympic slam. Uh, that earns him a two count. And then Roddy does the thing where he's running back and forth, dropping elbows. And then Riddle just seemingly catches them, turns them over, and bang. Yeah. Bro Stone. Bro yeah. Derek for the win. Bro Derek, yeah. Good so then stuff. there's a couple couple dudes that run out and attack Matt Riddle. He fights them off briefly. Uh, then he's eventually overwhelmed. Uh, Malcolm Bivens comes out on the ramp and says, uh, hey, my name's Malcolm Bivens, but you know that already, Matt Riddle. Um, and he just uh, introduces himself. He says, I think now is the perfect time with Peter Dune halfway across the world mm-hmm. to introduce you, Matt Riddle, to the future of the NXT tag team division. Who are these guys? Um, I read that one of them used to be a minor league baseball player. <laughs> <laughs> so they've just been on the Florida loop. They're not like... Yeah. Okay. If, hold on a second. If I see his the one dude's name, I'll remember it because okay. I read... Let's see who's going to uh, get there first. You or chat. Oh, here we go. Uh, Dang MQ says, the other two guys are Bell and DeVoe. <laughs> good job, Dang. That was a good one. Oh, man. <laughs> that two. is pretty good. It's Malcolm uh, Bivens, not Ale- Michael Bivens. Alex C says, is the baseball one going to be the new Sid and leave every baseball season? <laughs> That's it. Garrett Coulter, I'll just I'll just go straight to this. He says that new tag team looked not great. And I kind of agree. Like their beatdown was awkward as hell, man. 
there was like there were at least two Irish whips. They like try to fling Matt Riddle in the corner and like they it's like they couldn't even pull up an Irish whip. Matt Riddle like he had to do like the into, I don't know, it was weird. Angie's list is now Angie, and we've heard a lot of theories about why. I thought it was an eco move. Fewer words, less paper. No, it was so you could say it faster. No, it's to be more iconic. Must be a tech thing. But those aren't quite right. It's because now you can compare upfront prices, book a service instantly, and even get your project handled from start to finish. Sounds easy. It is, and it makes us so much more than just a list. Get started at Angie.com. That's A-N-G-I. Or download the app today. You ready? Showtime. On May 3rd, summer starts with The Fall Guy. Let's do it later. Let's drink a spicy margarita. Make some bad decisions. Yes! Audiences are falling in love with the most entertaining film of the year. Fall guy. Fall guy. Fall guy. That's what the poster said. See Ryan Gosling and Emily Blunt in the movie critics say exists to make you happy. Trying to make it out? Because nope. I don't either. It's not what I'm into right now. What are you into? Talking. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> the Fall Guy. Only in theaters May 3rd. Read it PG-13. Yeah. They looked it didn't, awkward. It didn't, didn't feel as dominant as, as one would hope. They, they had indie. Re- they looked like Dark Order guys, to be honest with you. Like early Dark Order, like before we knew they were a bunch of like fiends with masks. Like that's the level of their of their attire. It looked like indie wrestler guys. I was like, oh, they get them from like, I don't know, APW or something. Yeah. <laughs> Authors of not much pain. <laughs> Authors of discomfort. I'm not finding this dude's name on uh, in terms of the house show loop roster. Uh, C.S. Her sister says, I read, I read both their new signees from India. Man, they should have kept, uh, what's the dude's name? Shara, Mahabeli Shara, I think that's his name. Mm. That dude was freaking jacked. Yeah, he was huge. He was huge. I'm looking at the wrong list. Hold on a second. Maybe on Wikipedia, they already updated him to, uh, oh, is this it? Is this his name? Yes. Uh, Rinku Singh. Okay, this is the dude that used to he played minor league baseball for a bit. Okay, he won a reality show, a million dollar arm. A re- oh, okay, the John Hamm movie. I think the movie was based on this particular reality show. Yes. Okay, well there you go. I'm participating. Yeah, <laughs> so he's one. He's one of the dudes. That's what uh, I saw on Twitter. I think I think uh, Sean Ross Sapp noted that on Twitter. Yeah, HBK ninety seven oh one here in chat says that too. I heard that one is from Million Dollar Arm movie. Okay, but I did not the movie, the thing that the movie's based on. Yes. Yeah. Okay. Uh, Mister Dubs eighty eight has a highlighted message here. It says breaking news: Dasher Hatfield to NXT. Who's Dasher Hatfield? I have no idea. <laughs> We'll find out when he gets to NXT. Dasher Hatfield. Oh, here we go. He's a professional wrestler, man. Let's see here. Oh, he was in Shikara. Oh, 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 okay. No, I know this guy's. You've seen him before. He's got a funny mask. He does have a funny mask. Hence, Shikara. Yeah. Uh, anyways, though, so uh, Malcolm Bivens drops that promo. Mm-hmm. Uh, didn't say what the name of his team was unless Mm-mm. the name of the team is future of NXT tag team. <laughs> <laughs> I imagine we'll find that. <laughs> <after> <laughs> <name in subsequent laughs> weeks. 
<laughs> Hopefully he has a good clever pun for their team name, you know, because uh, all the names that Malcolm Bivens came up with that didn't get used, Lucha Vandross, et yeah. cetera. Don't um, get your hopes up, man. He was really serious in this. I was hoping he was the guy who was, who stole Raul Mendoza. Yeah. You know, but yeah. and then did you see did you see that video of uh Bivens in uh in quarantine where there's like a shot of him, he's got his laptop open and he's acting like he's a DJ. It's just him in the oh. apartment. Lights are out, but he's got like a strobe light or something. And then the camera cuts and it's him with like a drink by the bar area, and he's just like doing this. It's funny stuff. He's a funny dude. Yeah, he's a really funny guy. Uh, announced next week, as I mentioned earlier, uh, Velveteen Dream versus Bob Fish. You get the women's ladder match. Winner is number one contender uh, for women's title. And then triple threat match for North American title. Lee versus Dijakovic versus Damian Priest. Oh, wow. All should be fun matches. Yeah, no kidding. That's great. And then we get to the final segment. Triple H comes out. Uh, talks about how no rivalry is greater in NXT than Gargano and Ciampa. So that's why on. I'm going to ask them to come down here. No one will survive. Champa comes down. You can't wait. He comes down to me. There will yeah. be no physicality here. Well, he says, Triple H's like, we, we've said everything we need to say. We've done everything we need to done. I want Johnny in the ring right now. Yeah. And Triple H's like, yeah, Johnny, come out. But I want you to know there won't be any physicality tonight. We're going to use our words, kids. You know, it was totally thing. like you called it, too. It was like he was just, he was dad. And he was saying, listen, we're going to settle this once and for all. And I even love how, like, you know, so Gargano gets there. And while he's walking down the ramp, he's talking. And uh, well, he doesn't want to get in the ring. He's standing up on the stage. Yeah, he's like, there's going to be no physicality. Get in the ring. I'm not asking. I'm telling. Yeah. So he does. And then Johnny's like, why did I get fined for destroying the performance center when Ciampa started it? He, he literally said, that's what all kids say. He started it. I know. I does know. Your, your kids uh, do that a lot? They don't say uh, one of them started it. Started it. They just said uh, they did it. Oh, okay. No starting. It just it happened. All right. All right. Maybe a little bit older. They'll start. They'll they'll start maybe, saying maybe. You know, providing origin stories for you. No, no. We just get. We just get. We just go straight to the conclusion. Mm-hmm, yeah. Uh, uh, so Triple H said that Regal would have fired both of them. That's laughable yeah, um, right. for what they did. But Triple H intervened, made sure they had a, a job. Uh, yeah, it tells Johnny to get in the ring. He does. Triple H says, hey, I understand what it's like to be in a rivalry like this. Sean and I, Sean. Uh, you know, we went back and forth. But it says, at the end of the day, this can't take over everything. Yeah. There's larger things going on outside of wrestling, outside this building. Uh, this has to end. They like, can't be tearing up buildings. Yeah. And then Johnny's like, yeah, this should have ended a year ago. I wanted this done a year ago. But then he broke his neck. He had to go <laughs> and break his neck. Chopper just did this. Yeah. And he's like, darn right. And he's like, yeah, I broke my neck. And you talk about things, uh, larger things happening outside of wrestling, outside this building. That's what he said he was dealing with for more than a year, mm-hmm. getting his life back. Um, and uh, he says, Trump is like, I just want this. To, let's just end this and be finished with it. And Triple H kept on going on and on. Uh, I know you guys, a, a match like this, or rather like this, you guys probably want this on a huge stage. And both of them are like, we don't care. We just want to fight each other. We just want to fight. We just want Put to us in the back alley somewhere. We'll take care of it right now. He's like, fine. All right. If I find an empty building and a ring. But he's standing in an empty building. He has to find one. He's standing in one. Well, no. Then he was like, you guys want to go at it right now? He's like, I can't go at it right now. I can't do it right now. I got, this guy put me through a table. He dropped me off a perch. He's like, fine. How long do you need? And he said, two weeks. Two weeks. I actually also, 
we're making fun of it because what we do. I really like this. I thought this was really yeah, it was good. good. It was I thought really it was really good. Yeah, because Chapa says that, you know, this is about who's the face, who's the heart and soul of NXT. You know what? They I'll both be honest think with you. They are. That's the one thing that I really, I don't care about who's the face of the company and who's the heart and soul. That's too abstract. Like, that sounds like they're they're fighting over who gets on the marketing materials. Yeah, I know. Who's uh, on the posters on the ice cream bars? I mean, that it's to be honest, it's sort of a small quibble because I thought everything else around it. I thought everything else around it didn't even seem like they're fighting over who's the face of NXT. It's just, I hate you endlessly. Yeah. And, you know, we're always going to be wrapped up in it. And then Triple H says, both of you guys said there's only room for one of you. Well, that's not true. You're both staying here. <laughs> yeah, essentially. Although he said, if you guys don't, if, if we have this blow off and you guys are still going at each other, then you're both gone. Then you're both gone, but there's plenty of room for both of you. He's like, come on, we got like 500 people signed in the back. There's plenty of room for both of you. And that, I felt like, kind of was a cheap way to get out of what was set up as like a, you know, a loser leaves town match. Um, yeah. Yeah. He Dad stepped in and said, yeah, there's plenty of room for you guys. Don't be dramatic, basically. It's like, <laughs> the situation was like, uh, this is a house we have. Sorry, kids, you got to share a room still. <laughs> no, that's exactly right. That's exactly right. That's how it felt. And so Triple H says, yeah, I'm going to find an empty building. I'm going to put a ring in it, give you a ref, declare a winner, but then it's over. Mm-hmm. Two of you walk in, only one of you walks out, but if this continues after that, then neither of you will be in NXT. And so they talk some trash to each other. And then uh, on the Tron behind... Uh, the Killer Cross promo rolls. You see him. It's behind me there. There he is, right there. Uh, you finally see his face. Yeah. And uh, uh, you know, since uh, you know, he gets sense he will be involved in whatever's happening in two weeks' time. Maybe mm-hmm. Triple H will borrow this venue from Killer Cross, not thinking that Killer Cross uh, is going to get involved, but he's yeah. going to. Whether it's it, before the match ends or when the match ends. Yeah. Uh, Killer Cross is beating some people up. Yeah, I think that's going to be the case. He, they were probably going to do this at like the, the proper takeover thing. Uh, so yeah, uh, that that's cool. Um, you know, in kayfabe, one of Triple H is like, "What the hell? This promo is supposed to run in between uh, two of the other batches? Not right now. Why is it plagued now?" But uh, anyways, yeah, no, it'll be cool. I, yeah, I, I, yeah, it's it's he's going to totally get involved in that. It'll be cool. That'll be cool. Yeah. And like I said, I I feel like it'll sort of enter into a new, maybe a new phase of NXT. I mean, who knows who's going to be. I don't know. Maybe Adam Cole's going to lose because they're going to move on to SmackDown. I mean, I think with with everything else that's going on, it's kind of hard to predict what moves are going to be made or what Mm -hmm. moves are planned and were shelled because of Mm -hmm. everything that's going on. Yeah. Um, So, yeah, they might have to shelf any ideas they may have had. Until this all passes. The answer is the question, Steve. Aaron Gasper, should the next Dusty Classic include teams from across all brands? Seemed like a great idea for some dream matchups to me. I think that'd be awesome. Yeah, I think that'd be great. Or, uh, yeah, I think it'd be good. I mean, it would be awesome if they did more tournaments. Like, I really like the world. I, I mean, I know it wasn't a tournament, but I really like the World's Collide thing. Mm-hmm, um, mm-hmm. I think they, you've got all this, all these people, all you know, this huge roster. Do some more, like, inter-brand tournaments, man. I know. I mean, that's the thing about the WWE. Sometimes I feel like I don't know if it's if it's just because like Vince is old and he's got a lot of stuff going on, but like they have so many people that it just seems like a lot to handle. And so when we come up with ideas like, man, it'd be great if they did a cross brand tournament. That's probably a logistical nightmare. Yeah, Vince doesn't like tournaments either, which is so stupid. 
I mean, there's some things that just Vince doesn't it's like. Very Vince. Apparently, thing. Vince didn't like that uh, Brody Lee segment last night. Oh, yeah? According to Meltzer, we can talk about it for News Brief, perhaps. All right. Uh, Aaron, oh, yeah, sorry, you already got that. Uh, Kenny T., uh, not NXT related, but in kayfabe, what does an interview slash audition for a WWE referee go down like? I imagine they got to do a bunch of drills. Like they'll have a bunch of people bump in the ring, and then the ref has to go and try to uh, count the pinfall. But while he's doing that, someone else takes a bump in the ring while that guy kicks out. So you have to transition the next pinfall. Oh yeah, sure, sure. I think drills. that they have to sign. Uh, part of it is they have to sign away uh, the fact that there is no concussion protocol for refs. Because when they take a bump and they're down and they're out for like three minutes, that ain't good. That's no. like that's a huge violation of the concussion protocol. Yeah. 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 Uh, let's see here. Uh, okay. Uh, Alex Foster. So what should Dexter Loomis do to, es- to be established as different? Bring roadkill to the ring. <laughs> yeah. There you go. And then nibble on it. <laughs> <laughs> Nibble on it, yeah. Uh, Cameron Sherman, do you think it's a good idea for Killer Cross to be inserted in the Chomp and Gargano feud? His vignette was awesome, but interesting that it was at the end of their promos. I do wish he was on SmackDown, though. Killer Cross versus Daniel Bryan seems like a no-brainer. I mean, Killer Cross has money written all over him. That being said, um, if you're going to sign with WWE, I think you'd probably want to go to the safest brand, the safest brand in terms of building your own personal brand, mm-hmm. uh, uh, putting on the best matches you can is NXT. You go at Raw or SmackDown, you don't know what's going to happen to no you. No idea. No clue. So if it were up to me, I'd be like NXT because at least I know I'm in good hands. I probably have way more input as far as what I'm going to do. I could probably have way more input on putting on the type of matches I want to do. Mm-hmm. Um, it seems like a more collaborative place, a better place for a wrestler to build their brand. Yep, I agree. Uh, Eric Blaha, the base hit king. Besides Brody Lee and Gilbert, what are some other spite gimmicks that are pretty good? I didn't say pretty good. Pretty, 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 pretty good. All right. He won the cur- he made a curb reference. He won the curb the enthusiasm reference. I know the point of saying that. I know. I do too. Um. Sean Michael doing Hulk Hogan. Yeah, because that apparently completely torpedoed any hope of him having like getting a win over Hulk Hogan. Yeah. I mean, it's a spite match. Hulk yeah. Hogan versus HBK. Oh, that was fantastic. I know. It was great. Do you think of other spike gimmicks that worked? Most of them are awful. Like the Renegade. That was supposed to be like a, a riff on the warrior. Yeah. Warrior. Yeah. It was awful. See if anybody in chat has any ideas. Uh, I'll move on to Drake Morris. <laughs> Fake diesel. No, this okay. is stuff. This is stuff that's supposed to work. Hey, somebody mentions here. Probably this is rude fat shaming, but dead dead Vinny says, "Can Steve pull off Matt Riddle attire?" No, obviously not. Hardly anybody could pull off Matt Riddle attire. It's like basically body paint on his nethers. Um, yeah. But did I did appreciate when Roderick Strong did his boom? Riddle was in the background, and he did one of these in conjunction with it. <laughs> I was dying. Uh, Greg Morris says this is seemingly the end of Gargano Ciampa. What do you think the end would have been had it ended last year? It would have ended with Johnny beating uh, Ciampa for the belt. Yeah. Yeah. That's where it seemed like it was going. Yeah. Uh, Adrian C., the return of EO makes her the favorite to win a takeover, right? 
Uh, and when she does, it would be completely out of the question to say that we could hear her take the title off Ripley before the end of the summer. We don't need every NXT women's title reign to last a year. Um, given the incredible depth of talent in the NXT women's division, it would make sense, as you mentioned earlier, uh, to hot potato that belt a little bit. Uh, I just get the feeling that's probably not going to happen. Uh, yeah, I, I agree, and it's a shame. I think that they really should. They should. They've got They've got too much talent there, and it can be... I mean, look, here's the thing. You have the opportunity right now. She's about to beat Charlotte at WrestleMania. That's going to happen. Um, and you have an opportunity for somebody to kind of sneak one away from her. You know, if she yeah. if she comes out of that thinking, oh, man, I'm, you know, the bee's knees. I'm the best. Nobody could beat me. And then somebody comes in like the next the next time we see Rhea Ripley and uh, and lays her out, mm-hmm. you know, it, you got to add some intrigue to this stuff, man. I don't want to go another year just knowing that Rhea Ripley. It's like the uh, you know the Shayna thing. It's like they had her lose against Kyrie, but then after mm-hmm. that, she was just dominant, and mm-hmm. you just knew they were feeding people to her left and right, and they did a mm-hmm. decent job. Like I feel like they did a decent job with Mia Yim and her build against Shayna, mm-hmm. but then it didn't happen. And when that didn't happen, I was like, okay, I don't care what they're going to say. Nobody's going to take that title off. Shana. Yeah, I thought of all the challengers prior to Rhea, they had the best chance of beating Shayna. I thought Bianca had the best chance. Yeah, she walked in that undefeated. Mm, yeah, 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 yeah. Um, you know all that and. Yeah. They didn't go through with it, so and they didn't, and then and then you just realize, okay, well, opponent after opponent, we know Shane is gonna, and then they totally telegraph Rhea as well, yeah. and they yeah. and it was a great match. Don't get me wrong, it was a great match. It was a coronation moment. And sometimes you can just see coronation moments happening, and and you can predict them. That being said, like it's just formulaic at that point. If they're gonna do the same thing with Rhea mm-hmm. Ripley, they got to get mm-hmm. that belt onto somebody else so that she can go chase somebody. Yep. Correct. Uh, let's see here. I'm looking at uh, Andrew Die, Die Hard Homer says uh, Wawa has good stuffed pretzels. Mm. He says for more for Steve with? as it's, it's stuffed with cheese, of course. Oh, yeah. It's yeah. not not my thing. Uh, let's see here. We got that one. And let's see here. I thought we had another sub. I'm looking for it. I'm looking for it. Uh, anyways, later on today, we'll have our news brief. Uh, after lunch, we'll have an overrun uh, of some sort for uh, for Friendo Club TV. You can watch me play some more GTA, and uh, we'll chat about some fun stuff. Yeah. Yeah. Good stuff. I know you love that. Anyways. Yeah. Uh, okay. So, yeah, no, I'm not. So, some people, somebody just said, you, get, you forgot about the Discord. I didn't. There's just notifications open. So, like, every time I open it up, it goes bloop, 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 bloop. And yeah. so I tried to mute them, but it didn't work. So, I got to figure out how to mute them, and then I'll get back to the Discord. I'm yeah. sure they got some great questions over there. I'll, yeah. I'll, you know what I'll do during my lunch? I'll go to the Discord, and I'll answer them personally. Maybe we can do that in uh, uh, Friendo Club TV. Well, they're not all. I, they're not all patrons necessarily oh so i mean at one point they were but it's only a dollar to get into the discord yeah so yeah so i'll just i'll just go over there i'll ask i answer them personally all right anyways thanks everybody for tuning in appreciate it until next time we'll talk to you later goodbye
Angie has made it easier than ever to connect with skilled professionals to get all your jobs projects done well. I absolutely love this because, you know, if you own a home, it can be really hard to maintain. It's hard to find people that can help you for a big project or a small. Well, whether it's in everyday maintenance and repairs or making dream projects a reality, it can be hard just to know where to start. But now all you need to do is answer that and find a skilled local pro who will deliver the quality and expertise you need. Angie has over 20 years of home service experience, and they've combined it with new tools to simplify the whole process. Bring them your project online or with the Angie app, answer a few questions, and Angie can handle the rest from start to finish. Or help you compare quotes from multiple pros and connect instantly, which means you can take care of just about any home project in just a few taps, because when it comes to getting the most out of your home, you can do this when you Angie that. Download the free Angie mobile app today or visit Angie.com. That's A-N-G-I dot com. Angie's list is now Angie, and we've heard a lot of theories about why. I thought it was an eco move. Fewer words, less paper. No, it was so you could say it faster. No, it's to be more iconic. Must be a tech thing. But those aren't quite right. It's because now you can compare upfront prices, book a service instantly, and even get your project handled from start to finish. Sounds easy. It is. And it makes us so much more than just a list. Get started at Angie.com. That's A-N-G-I. Or download the app today.